0: In 1689, Robert South was preaching in England when he looked up from his notes to see the entire congregation asleep. Everybody was asleep. The king attended his services and the king was asleep. And this preacher, Robert South, he was embarrassed and he interrupted his own servant sermon and he cried out, Lord Lauderdale, rouse yourself. You snore so loudly, you'll wake the king. We get tired sometimes. And I've seen some of you sleep. And I think to myself, they really must be tired to sleep through me. My loudness. I can get loud sometimes. Sometimes I'll rouse you, you know. text for our study of a New Testament command. And that's what we do on this particular part of the month. We study New Testament commands. And the the command that's found today is found in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 16. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. And let's deal with the command in the first part of this verse before we look at the command in in the second part of this verse. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. This is an imperative command an imperative command of God to take heed to literally to literally to pay close attention to keep a close watch on to watch closely watch what closely? It's our command to take heed to ourselves take heed to what? first to ourselves To take heed to yourself don't, don't take heed to to somebody else, take heed to yourself. How do we do this biblically? Biblically, how do we take heed to ourselves? The words of Jesus can help us figure this out. I've appreciated the song service today. It gets into some of the verses that we're going to talk about today. In Mark chapter 4, if you would please turn there, the disciples, along with a the crowd, they've been listening to Jesus' parable by the sea. And when they were alone, the disciples asked Jesus why He spoke in parables. Jesus tells them why and He explains the parable of the sower to them. And then He said, Secret things will come to light. So, verse 24, Take heed to what you hear. If we're going to take heed to ourselves, we must take heed to what we hear. This is hearing with understanding, the Bible is talking about. We must take heed to what we hear. We must take heed to what we understand. If you understand the gospel, obey it. If you understand Christian duty, do it. Take heed to what you hear. Take heed to what you understand. Not only take heed to yourself by what you hear, but also take heed to how you hear as well. In Luke chapter 8, verse 18, again, here's the same warning. You believe you have salvation wrapped up? Well, take heed to what you hear and how you hear, for whoever has, to him more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what he seems to have will be taken away from him. What have you heard? The truth? Have you, have you heard the truth? You you understand that you've heard The truth? How have you heard the truth? Have you obeyed it? Take heed to what you've heard and, and how you hear it. Obey it. Take heed to yourself. Take heed, Luke 11.35, that the light which is in you is not darkness. Now that sounds funny. Take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. Make sure the light in you is not darkness. It sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? Why would Jesus want us to take heed of this? Sounds kind of weird, but it, it, it makes perfect sense. To, some get so comfortable, and the light which was in them is, has gone dark. Some think they, they have the light, some think they are the light. But they've lost themselves. Some obey a different gospel. They've been deceived. You know, the devil could come as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. It says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 10, He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness. Do you hate your brother? You don't have the light. Take heed that you have the light and you're not in darkness. Take heed to what you hear and how you hear. Don't just... Don't just believe me. Don't believe me. Believe what the Scripture says. Because you want to be in the light and not in darkness. Sometimes you know you're in darkness. There are sinners who are at least honest and they they say they're sinners. I have asked many the question, and it's the same question Doug was asking tonight. If the Lord were to come right now, would you go to heaven? And some honestly answer me, no. Some honestly answer me, I don't know. Those are honest answers. So many get tied down to sin because Jesus said in Luke 21 verse 34, Take heed to yourself, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life. And that day come upon you unexpectedly. You know, you're in the middle of sin, let's say. I say you partied hard all night. You're drunk. She's drunk. He's drunk. Words are exchanged. Plans are made. And then Jesus Christ comes back right in the middle of it. Take heed to yourself. Would would you... Honestly, think the master would take you home with him while you're in the middle of sin. We must take heed to ourselves and not live this way. It's disbelief to live this way. You don't believe he's coming back, and you're gambling that he won't until you're finished with this particular sin that you're involved with. Take heed to yourself. There are other considerations to be made. Again, I'm wearing this out, I know, but Peyton, he's learning to drive. As, 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 as you know, he's learning to drive, and he's learning that driving is more than just turning the wheel. It's looking at the speedometer. It's looking at the signs. It's, it's, it's knowing where the brake and the gas are. It's the radio and the, and the, the noise in the back seats. It's the car coming at you. It's the car coming past you. It's being in between two big rigs. That's a scary for the first time. It's You know, taking heed is more than just pointing and going. It's, there's a lot more to it. Take heed, Jesus said, Luke 12, 15, and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. Samuel L. Jackson an actor said anyone who says money won't buy happiness never had any. I don't believe he knows Jesus Christ because Jesus, my Jesus, who gave up heaven to be with us gave up even the temptations of the devil when he was in the wilderness. Jesus, who didn't have a permanent home while he was on this earth said take heed. Don't covet what others have don't want and want and want and want and want be content Luke 12 31 echoes Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 but seek the kingdom of heaven excuse me but seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you take heed to yourself take heed to what you hear how you hear that you're in the light watch out and don't live a sinful life and don't covet other things you know there's there's more than just pointing the car and driving it there's there's other things to look at there's other things to take heed of we've got to pay attention in our lives put God first Jesus says and in Matthew chapter 6 verse 1 take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be to be seen by them you know there's so many who do great things But seek the glory for themselves rather than give God the glory. Take heed. The the only reward that you'll have on this earth will be that slap on the back. That attaboy. That's all the reward you'll have. Maybe that fuzzy feeling. Maybe a trophy on the wall. Maybe even a a national honor. And if, if these happen to you and your motives for prayer, be happy. But make sure, take heed, otherwise you, you have no reward. You have no reward from your Father in heaven. And that's where the reward counts. Take heed to yourself is the command. How? Luke chapter 17, verse 3. Take heed to yourselves if your brother sins against you. Rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. You know, we are our brother's keeper. We are. To rebuke and to forgive are part of taking heed of ourselves. We must take heed of ourselves because Galatians chapter 6 verse 1, we who are spiritual are to help restore the lost. We are to bear the burdens of each other and thus fulfill the law of Christ, Paul writes. We must take heed of our lives so we can turn back one who wonders from the truth. James chapter 5 verse 19. Take heed to yourselves so that you can rebuke and forgive when needed. We must watch out for ourselves. You know, the devil wants to devour us. In Matthew 24, Jesus prophesies of, of the end of the temple. He, he prophesies of the coming war, the, the end of time even. And Jesus says in verse 4, Take heed that no one deceives you. There are so many false teachers in the world. There are so many of them who sincerely believe a mess. There are the blissfully ignorant or the really, really mean who could care less what the Bible says, but it must sound good to them. It must look good to them. It must feel good to them. But what sounds good, what looks good, what feels good, if it can't be found in the good book, we should let it alone. Take heed to ourselves. Ask them to prove their their lies. And if they get mad, frustrated, or walk away, pull out your Bible. Take heed that no one deceives you. In his book published in 1857, A.C. Hayden gives some parting advice from the 40 years that he helped in establishing the Lord's Church in the United States. He said, As this blessed cause so dear to our hearts has maintained itself in all vicissitudes, that's unwelcome or unpleasant circumstances, as this blessed cause so dear to our hearts has maintained itself in all vicissitudes, has braved all opposition and still flourishes with little combination among its leaders, will our 40 years experience if questions speak out and tell us the reason? I answer most, most unequivocally, it will. Its answer is in 2 Timothy 4, verses 1 and 2, preach the word. This is the only solution. This answer is complete. He says, most all of us, She's most of all, we impress this lesson. Preach the gospel in season, out of season, be not weak, nor ashamed of its facts, commands, and premises, excuse me, and promises. We will not be deceived if we take he- heed and we hold fast as we were singing, as Doug was singing, we shall not be moved if we hold fast to God's word. Back to our beginning verse in the second part of this of this first command. Take heed to yourself and take heed to the doctrine. Take heed to yourself and take heed to the doctrine. Mark chapter 13 verse 5 echoes Matthew 24 verse 4. Taking heed to yourself means taking heed of the doctrine, the teachings of God. Jesus said, you disciples, watch out. Verse 9, because you will be brought up before the rulers for my teachings. In verse 22 he says, false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed, see I have told you beforehand. Take heed of the doctrines. Take heed of the teachings of Jesus. Uh, There was a a verse on the screen, take heed of of the... The teachings, the doctrines of the Pharisees and the the Sadducees, the the false doctrines, the man-made doctrines. Make sure you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. Romans chapter 6 verse 17, you obeyed, or you should have obeyed. The teachings found in that same chapter, in Romans chapter... 6 verses 1 through 6, to die to sin, to be buried in baptism, to be raised to walk in newness of life. Obey the gospel. Obey the doctrine. Take heed to the doctrine. Take heed. Obey it. 1 Timothy 4.13 Give attention to the doctrine which you read. You know, Brother Shockley and I have been talking and I thought it would be a good idea to start if... If you want to, if anybody wants to, uh, join with me and start a daily Bible readers group. Now, there's a sign-up sheet in the back back here. It hadn't really been announced or anything, but I have a lot of these these bookmarks right here. It's read the New Testament through every month. And it has a place to check off right here, and we'll read the New Testament together through every every month. Today is the uh, 14th, so we're supposed to read Acts chapter chapters 1 through, through 7. And that's not that's not hard to do. You might have to cut the TV off a little bit. But that's not that's not hard to do. To read this together. And you may have other reading plans. But sign that, you know, just knowing that we're together and we're reading the same things. And we have that, we're trying to have that unity, that that one mindness, that sameness. To be able to discuss these would be great. I'd love to discuss these chapters with you as we read them throughout the year. So if you'd like to, you know. Read the Bible with us. That's just one way. I I know some of you may already have your own plans. You don't have to do that to go to heaven. Okay? I'm not saying you have to do this to go to heaven. All right? But I am saying that Bible reading is important. It's important in my life. It's important in your life. That's how we learn the truth. That's how we learn the doctrine that we're supposed to take heed of. Okay? Take heed. Obey it. Give attention to the doctrine. Give attention to God's Word. That that doesn't mean just read to read. Study it. Study God's Word. 2 Timothy 2, verse 15. To show yourself approved to God. Obey the teachings. Give heed. Study them and make sure when you take heed of the doctrine that you keep it pure. The words of God are described as, as pure milk in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Pure milk, and like babes, we are to desire the pure milk of the Word. And 2 John 9, abide in the doctrine of God. This we are to teach, 2 Timothy 2, 2. These teachings, these doctrines, we have given heed to. We will take heed to ourselves and to the doctrine, and we are given a second command in this verse. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them. That's an imperative command. It's just as much as a command as take heed. Continue. Why? For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. The command is to continue. To keep going. To not stop. Have you stopped? Did you obey? And that was it. You stopped. That's what this sermon is. It's not to browbeat you, it's not to beat you over the head, it's to bring to your mind, it's to bring to your remembrance that not only are you supposed to obey the gospel, Not only are you supposed to hear God's Word, believe it, repent, confess, and be baptized, but you're to take heed to yourself, you're to take heed to this doctrine, and you're to continue on. This is a command. This is not a suggestion. Take heed and continue. If we're doing something, we'll make mistakes. I know that. I have made my share. But we must not give up. We must continue. Like the tree planted by the water, we shall not be moved. I know how hard this is to go on when the world around you seems to push on you, push you down. But if you continue you will save yourself you will get the crown revelation 2 verse 10 because you have obeyed the command and those who hear you those who hear you pro- proclaim the gospel and take heed to how they hear will be saved now paul's not saying Timothy will do the saving or or I will do the saving or you will do the saving that's not what he's that's not what he's saying at all but that Timothy that that I that that you Will be a helper in saving those who take heed to themselves and take heed to the doctrine. Paul wrote Romans chapter 10, verse 14. How shall they hear without a preacher? Take heed to yourself so that you can save yourself. Acts chapter 4, excuse me, Acts chapter 2, verse 40. It says, Be saved from this perverse generation. Obey God and give heed to his teachings. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. We won't escape God's wrath. It says if we neglect, if we don't give heed to, so great a salvation. Take heed to yourself. If you've looked at yourself and found that you need prayers or baptism because you are taking heed of the doctrine, we're here for you. We want to be here for you. We are here for you. If you are taking heed of yourself and the doctrine of God, you're doing that, we'll continue on. Keep on doing it. You may be spiritually tired. You may even be asleep spiritually. Rouse yourself. Get up. Get up. Rouse yourself. Take heed to yourself. Don't neglect your spiritual development or, or your brethren or, or, or opportunities that are presented to you. To further the kingdom, take heed. Take heed to the doctrine. Be true to God's word. Avoid being misled. Make sure what's being taught is true. Don't just take my word for it or somebody else's word for it. Make sure that you can give a book, chapter, and verse from the Bible. Continue in the truth. Romans chapter 2, verse 7 says, Eternal life comes to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek For glory, honor, and immortality. That's who eternal life comes to. You're seeking those things. Glory, honor, and immortality. Doing good as a Christian. Eternal life is yours. You know, as families, as individuals, we have a responsibility to take heed to the the forks in the road. To the crossroads. Tonight, you stand... I mean, this is a decision place. This family on the screen, they've got to choose left or right. You may be at that decision place tonight. Do I go left? Do I go right? What do I do? You know, I asked... I called Jeff Archie up this past week and asked his advice about something. First thing out of his mouth was pray about it, and do the right thing. He didn't, he didn't give me an answer. It was pray about it, and do the right thing. Have you been seeking God? And the decision is now before you. It, it's before you, it's before your family. What will you do? What will you do? Eternal life can be yours tonight if you do the right thing.